Your whole world changes the minute you change from expectation to appreciation. Five seven six seven. Why part three? Why are we so blessed? Thank you for joining us today at Brothers of the Word. Because brother, you need the word. And dear Heavenly Father, today I just want to thank you for everything that you have done for me and every person within the sound of my voice, for the earth itself, dear Father. We just thank you today in thy son Jesus' name we pray, amen. And today is part three of the series, Why? And in the last month, we've had some major, major weather disasters. There have been several hurricanes. One area is so devastated that even after over a week, they still say that only 4% of the electrical power has been restored. And they say it's going to take years, not months, not a year, years before the power is fully restored. And a major earthquake within the last 30 days killed more people than all of the hurricanes multiplied. It's been some weather issues in the earth in the last 30 days. And yet in dealing with that question of why, we ask God why when we see all of these disasters that occur because these are acts of God. And when we see them and we see people homeless and killed and everything that they have stripped away from them, we ask God why. We ask God why when disasters happen to us. A few days ago, I simply had someone come to me and they wanted to know because they'd had a relative killed in the war and it had bothered them so much and they just wanted some peace with it and they wanted to know why did God allow their relative to be killed. And we want to know why so much when so many of the tragedies and the painful things happen in the earth. And I want to ask here, what do you see? Just tell me, what do you see? Just holler it out. What do you see? You see three dots. And I had one man say white paper. And he got the point. You see, the majority of this is white paper, not the three dots. And oftentimes what we will see are the dark moments in our world, and we forget all about the light. And what we also don't see is what's behind the thing. You see, what's behind this is this. But you don't see what's behind. All you see is what sometimes the dark spots that hit our lives and we're going through trials and we're going through tribulations and we'll ask God why, but yet we don't see the stuff behind it. We don't see all of the bright stuff. And I simply ask you, what did you see? And everybody focused on either the spots or the white paper. I asked, what did you see? I'm up here. (laughs) Nobody saw the pastor. Nobody saw Pastor C. Elijah. Nobody saw Pastor James. Nobody saw this beautiful pool. But I asked, what did you see? 
I didn't ask what was in my hand. I asked, what did you see? Sometimes people, when we change what we see, or more accurately, when we change what we focus on. And if all you focus on are the black dots, I can guarantee you, you're going to spend most of your days depressed. Worried about stuff and this and that. But if you see all of the things that are before you that God has made, it changes how you feel, how you think, and even what manifests in your world. I need somebody to just give me a hundred dollars right quick. I need, all right, I need somebody to just give me a hundred dollars. This is a hundred dollar bill. Thank you, Brenda, so much for that hundred dollars. Amen. Now, some of you see that $100 and you say, wow, she popped up real quick. And some of you, were, when I asked for $100, you know, what kind of gimmick is that? I already put my money in the offering plate. I'm not about to give another $100. Let me tell you the story behind that $100. First of all, when I got in church this morning, I gave her the $100 bill. And I said, I'm going to call on you to give me this $100 back. But I want to tell you something, people. Everything you have, God gave you. And sometimes when God calls on you to give it back, you're sitting there wondering, fussing. Everything you have, God in one form or another gave it to you. He gives us life itself. And sometimes we don't understand that whether he gives us 120 years or 20 years, it is God who gave it. And it is God who has the power to take it away because we don't even see what's all behind life. The only thing you know about life is the little time you've been here. And I can tell you people, that's not long. You don't know about eternity. You don't know about what has been in the past or what's coming in the future. All you know is your little short lifespan. And God has given you everything. So sometimes when God says give it back, when he even asks for a child back, My mother's sitting out there. She just turned 84 years old. She lost a child at 38 years old, but never shed a tear. Was it because she didn't love her child? Oh, my mother loves her children to no end. It wasn't that. She saw more than just death. She saw more than just the black dots. So when we are able to understand it is God who gives us everything. So today's title for this third and final message of the series, Why? Today's title is called, Why Are We So Blessed? And see, if you change what you're singing, you'll change what you're getting, and you'll change how you feel. Why are we so blessed? Not why have I got so many issues. Not why have I got so many problems. Not why is this stuff happening to me. Why are we so blessed? Have you ever thought about why are we so blessed? Yes, we've had some weather issues Yes, you had some power outage, but have you thanked God for all of the days your power was on? And if I ask everybody, in how many days during the recent windstorm was your power out? Everybody can tell you. My power went out by 6 p.m. and then it came back on. You know exactly when you were out of power. But if I ask, how long have you been blessed with power? Nobody focuses on all of the blessings. We only focus on when we were in the dark. But nobody focuses on how long we've been in the light. And it's a difference when we start looking at why are we so 
blessed. Why has God poured all of these blessings upon us? Why are we so blessed? There were two friends who hadn't seen each other in a long time and they finally met on the street one day and the one friend looked at the other and the other friend just looked so sad and so depressed. He said, man, what's wrong with you? Why are you so sad? He said, well, let me tell you what happened to me three weeks ago. Three weeks ago, my uncle died, but he left me $40,000. The other friend said, ooh, man, that's a lot of money. Yeah, but you see, two weeks ago, a cousin who I'd never met died and left me $85,000. And the friend said, whoo, my goodness, $40,000 three weeks ago, and then two weeks ago, $85,000. Good grief, man, you be whoo, whoo. He said, no, 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 friend said, you, you don't understand. Last week, my great aunt passed away and left me $250,000. And the friend said, man, I'm just really confused. Now, why do you look so sad? He said, this week, nothing. Sometimes we don't even see all of the blessings that we have and all of the blessings that God has given us. Psalm 68 19 says this Blessed be the Lord who daily loadeth us with benefits. Blessed be the Lord who daily, not weekly, not monthly, not quarterly, not yearly. Blessed be the Lord who daily, every single day, loadeth, loadeth us with benefits. And see, it changes you people just from what you focus on. It changes when you start saying, why am I so blessed? Who daily, and there's not a person in the sound of my voice right now who has not been daily loaded with benefits. Now, yes, you have some things in your world that is helping to strengthen you. Most of it is not even negative. It's just helping to strengthen you. But God daily loadeth us with blessings and when we're able to recognize and to realize and to change the words that come out of our mind that's why I'm supposed to ask me how you're doing nine times out of ten I'm gonna say excellent fantastic great you don't ever hear me say okay all right because people there can always be something that's wrong there's no one I know who has a perfect existence everybody has issues and people will sometimes look at you in a certain position and they think, well, you just got it made. If I was in your position, man, I didn't know you wouldn't. Because if you were in my position and if you got a stinking attitude, even in my position, because I got some stuff, people, that would get to some folk. I really do. My mother sitting there, we had the greatest father in the world. But that man was tough. That man was tough. And he molded you and made you and beat you and put you under some heat and all kind of stuff. A lot of folks, if they had a daddy like that, they'd just be complaining up and down. That man just too tough, he too mean. But it's what made us. And see, it's not a matter of what you have. It's a matter of what you appreciate. If you cannot see your blessings, if you cannot see your blessings, and if all you focus on is just the stuff that's wrong, which everyone will have, you cannot get enough money. You can't get a sweet enough spouse. You can't do enough exercise. You can't eat right. You cannot get anything where all of your problems disappear. The greatest per capita population of psychiatrists and psychologists is in 90210 Beverly Hills. 
Folk who have some of the greatest concentration of money have some of the greatest concentration of psychological issues. They got all this wealth will not make you happy. What makes you happy and what makes you joyous is when you focus on what God has blessed you with, when you're able to see that he daily loadeth you. See, loadeth is not a sparing term. When you load it with something, that means you got an abundance of it. When you look in the Old Testament, and even if you look at most of Jesus' parables, they dealt with farming. Because most of the blessings in the Old Testament, they dealt with food. I'll bless your cattle and your crops and your land. Even the promised land was described in terms of food. It was the land of milk and it was described in terms of food. Before the invention of electricity in the modern industrial age, the average individual spent 80 to 90 percent of their working time, and they worked a lot trying to eat. You spent your time farming and growing the crops and milking the cow, and you spent your time trying to get food. And that's why when things were described in the Bible as bad, it was called famine. Famine meant they did not have enough to eat. So... Our daily bread, that's why Paul said, having ye food and raiment, be ye content. Our daily bread, how many people in here right now by a show of hands have a shortage of food? Now, let me ask by a show of hands, how many of you in this by a show of hands have a problem eating too much food? (laughs) He daily loadeth you. This is the main blessing of material that God talks about in the Bible. He daily loadeth you with blessings. Not only do you have enough food, the vast majority of the people listening to me right now, your big issue is trying not to eat all of the blessings God has loaded you up with. And when we understand that God has just loaded us up with blessings... It changes. But we never ask God, why, Lord, have you blessed me with so much food? Why have you blessed me with just good teeth to be able to eat the food? Why have you blessed me with a digestive system where I can just digest the food? Why have you given me so much? We don't ask that. The minute a little something goes wrong, why is this steak so tough? You understand how we can easily, and sometimes the richer we get, the pickier and fussier we get and the smaller the thing can upset us that really makes no practical difference. Some people just upset because the salad fork is on the wrong side and it's supposed to be on this side but they got it on this side and it makes them upset because they just don't understand good manner. Sometimes when you get too high You can't even see all of the blessings that God has granted you. And that's why sometimes you become miserable when you get so much. And sometimes if you're running short of something, you become miserable because all you're doing is focusing on the thing that you're running short of that more than likely you don't need anyway. Why are we so blessed? And if we can shift to just changing our questions, And even though there are some tragedies in the world, they're always going to be. That's always been. But how are you doing? Is your house flooded out? Is your roof blown off? Is your power on? That's what you need to give blessing for. And even if your house is flooded out and your roof is blown off and your power is out, you still have a whole lot to be thankful for. All that stuff, it's all a matter of your perspective of whether you see the three black dots or whether you see all of the other stuff that's in front of your very eyes. 
It's like that way even with marriage. Do you know if you just saw all of the good parts of your spouse, it would change everything? But it's sometimes people, we just, they're no longer here at the church now, but I was counseling a couple, and I knew they weren't going to make it from one thing. I knew they weren't going to make it. Because the man said, he said, he said, there's some things I just can't stand. He said, she squeezes the toothpaste from the middle instead of rolling it up from the end. I'm not exaggerating this. And when I heard that, I said, oh, my goodness. This man is focusing on the fact that she squeezes the toothpaste from the middle. You ought to be thankful she brushing her teeth to start with. Because some of these men, they got women with the breath all stinking. You ought to be glad she brushing her teeth. And see, it makes a big difference whether you're focusing on the fact that at least my wife's breath is smelling sweet and she's brushing her teeth, or whether you're focusing on the fact she's squeezing the toothpaste from the middle instead of rolling it up from the end. So all of this stuff, it makes a difference in every single area of our life. Next week, we fussing about our job and our boss until we lose a job and we don't have a job to go to. And see, it's a matter of how you view it, what you focus on. If you focus on your blessings, you become more blessed. Whatever you focus on grows because that's what you nourish. So if you focus on everything you lack and all of your problems, your problems and your lack grows. If you focus on what you have, then all of your blessings, they have a tendency to grow and they have a tendency to magnify. We were at a Tony Robbins conference a few months ago and I went and Pastor James and we took some of our children and Tony Robbins said one statement that just was awesome. He says, our world changes the minute we change from expectation to appreciation. Your whole world changes the minute you change from expectation to appreciation, even with God. We're expecting God to just do so much more for us beyond what he's already done. Your world will change with God the minute you change to thanking God for what he's already done for you. Not, Lord, if you can give me this, if you can grant this to me, Lord, if you can make me this, Lord, if you can just do this, why don't you just spend some time just praising and thanking God for what he's already done for you? Your world will change the minute you change from expectation to appreciation. When you just learn to appreciate everything, if it's sunny outside. And that's why when the prophet came months ago and he touched me, he said, man, you got more joy than anyone I've ever touched. And I really believe that because I do. And it's not because I got so much. I just enjoy and appreciate what I do have. That's why I won't straighten my teeth. You see this? This teeth is as crooked as it can be. It's as crooked as it can be. But it works. I can eat corn or anything else with no problem. It's strong. Yeah, it's crooked. Folk talking about you ought to straighten your teeth. Look, this is my teeth. You can worry about your own teeth. Look, and I appreciate this tooth. Even though it may be crooked, it serves its purpose. I am blessed with this tooth. And some people got perfectly straight teeth and just as depressed as they can be. So if you are appreciative of what you have... It changes things, and that's why it's not what you've got that makes a difference. It's what you appreciate. When you can say, why am I so blessed? It changes your whole world, and we just got to learn 
to shift from expectation. And there's nothing wrong with expecting stuff. But when you turn to where you're just appreciative of everything God has given you, whether it's sunshine or whether it's rain, I enjoy the sunshine. And sometimes I'll just go walking in the rain because it's beautiful. I don't understand. I couldn't live without rain because it needs for the crops and the food to grow. If you don't have rain, it's drought. And if you got continual drought, you're going to have famine. If you have famine, you're going to die. So the rain is a blessing. The sun is a blessing. And some folks, they don't like the sun. It's too hot. They don't like the rain. It's too wet. They just complain about any kind of way. So people, life is not always going to be nice, air-conditioned, dry stuff. God sends the sun and he sends the rain. And when we can appreciate what he's given us, when we can say, why are we so blessed? In areas that we have not earned and we don't. One of the reasons why it was so hard for God to get me to even try to embrace a bigger church, because I'm just so happy with this church. I'm just so happy with you. I look out and see you. Oh, I'm just, oh my goodness, you all are the best congregation in the world. I'm just as happy as I can be. God was having a hard time getting me wanting to want more, because I'm just so happy with you. Do you realize how it would be? You turn over and the next somebody says, Whoop, I'm just so happy with you. I'm so happy I got you, baby. Oh, my goodness. I'm so happy I got you. Do you realize the difference? It makes them feel better and it makes you feel better. And you turn over and say, Oh, my goodness. It makes a difference. Learn to appreciate the blessings that God has given you. My mother turned 84 yesterday. And normally I don't even get her anything for her birthday because I'm not a day man for the most part. My mother understands. She says, son, don't because you give me stuff all during the year. But God spoke to me on the day before her birthday. And he said, go buy your mother a mirror. I said, a mirror? He said, go buy your mother a mirror for her birthday. So I bought her a mirror. I took it over there last night. And I may not still understand the full purpose of that mirror. But sometimes God just wants you to have a mirror to see what you already got. Sometimes you just need to look into the mirror and you need to appreciate what you already have. And see, the thing about it is this. I bought my mother a mirror. It's a normal mirror on one side and it's a magnifying mirror on the other side. When you turn on the magnifying side, you can see all of the flaws in your face. You see all the little holes that you can't see with the naked eye, but when you really start zooming in on it, you see all these little what you think are flaws. Those are pores. You need them. If you didn't have any pores, you'd die. So what looks like a flaw is a God design. So you look in the mirror at yourself, and you think, this, my teeth may not be perfectly straight, but it's a God design. God gave me these teeth, and I'm happy with these teeth. And if you don't like these teeth, that's your problem, not mine. If somebody doesn't like your hair, that's their problem, not yours. If someone doesn't like your nose, that's their problem, not yours. So you understand, when you appreciate what God has given you, it changes some things. My oldest son, he was there last night, and my oldest son, he, for a while, he was racing cars and and I would go out and watch him on the track, and sometimes it would just scare me with him zooming around the track 100-plus miles an hour. And I was concerned about it. And then my son got his first little girlfriend. I was concerned about that because cars and women are dangerous to men. They just are. That's just the truth. So I was praying for my son, and I heard God speak these words. He says, 
just as I have protected you, so shall I protect him. You have been protected, people. Every person sitting in here, you've had some stuff that could have destroyed you, that could have killed you, that could have maimed you. Every person in here, you have been protected by God, regardless of what has happened for you. And I didn't say to you, I said for you. Regardless what has happened for you, you have been protected. You have been blessed. And every single day, God loads you up with blessings. But I will tell you this. Before you will recognize the blessings that you are expecting tomorrow, give thanks to God for the blessings that he loaded you up with today. I thank you for joining us today at Brothers of the Word. Because, brother, you need the Word. You are listening to BrothersoftheWord.com. This was part three of the series titled, Why? Subtitled, Why Are We So Blessed? By Nathaniel Bronner. This message is number 5767. That's 5767. To listen to over a thousand free messages or to send this message number 5767 to a friend, go to brothersoftheword.com. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to help support this ministry, go to IWantToGive.com. That's IWantToGive.com. Listen to brothersoftheword.com often because, brother, you need the word. Oh,